I really want y'all to understand what a beast Philip is. I have to, I have to present that first. <laughs> All right. And then, and then we're going to get into it. All right. So Philip is from Cincinnati, Ohio. And he is a skilled um, aircraft mechanic. And he has worked with the Air Force for six years. Um, but his true passion lies in professional bodybuilding. And that's how he and I met. Mm-hmm. Um, despite being diagnosed with myasthenia gravis, myasthenia gravis, okay, myasthenia, because hooked on phonics. Look, I just hear myasthenia gravis in 2012, which is a challenging muscle disease. Phil's determination um, got him back on the stage. Like it's literally something that usually would put people down. But like I said, Phil is a beast. Um, so we're here to talk about his journey today. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think a side note for me is, so like, when we were, when I was like, okay, Phil, I want to train legs. And legit with, with my, would call my friends and be like, listen, I need quick support. Because why is he signing up? But, but, and I want to say this exactly as I wrote it, because it's the truth. His will, um, his push has always motivated me to go harder, not just in the gym, but in life, because mm-hmm. I could see how he is like, what kind of excuse do you really have? You know what I'm saying? Like, all your stuff works. Yeah. Yeah. All your stuff works. Yeah. So, yeah. So, ladies and gentlemen, Your, your muscles and like there's this extenuating uh, circumstance of weakness that happens that is exacerbated after like activity and things mm-hmm. like that. So typically you'll see like a, a, the facial drooping mm-hmm. or eye drooping, mm-hmm. yeah, muscle weakness, uh, a flat facial expression. Mm-hmm. Sometimes people can have problems breathing. Mm-hmm. Sometimes there's difficulty swallowing, mm-hmm. right? And so I know that um, it's a neurotransmitter, not to get too busy with it, but uh, acetylcholine mm-hmm. is the one that's the, the issue, yes. right? And Started to get worse and worse. Uh, I was getting ready for a bodybuilding show, and uh, 
I started seeing the symptoms where I couldn't control them. So I'd be working out and I would get uh, like a vertigo kind of feeling like I'd stand up or I would do things. Mm-hmm. And so I thought it was just because, you know, bodybuilding gets very low in body fat. Mm-hmm. So sometimes you get tired, you get fatigued, you get, you know, gloopy. Like you get ready for a show because low car and things like that, low body fat. So I attributed to that, but then after the shows were done, I didn't get better. Right. So I usually bounce back in a week or so, but it was no bounce back this last time uh, in 2012. And, uh, and I just knew that something was wrong, so I ended up seeing a ton of I saw at least six or seven in the span of uh, five or six months. Wow. And it's always, they kept saying, well, they don't see anything, they don't see anything, they don't see anything, I need to see this person. So eventually I ended up with a neurologist. And uh, the neurologist I went to see, he actually specialized in sleep neurology and child neurology. So I'm like, well, this isn't the guy for me because I'm not sleeping on my child. So um, he recommended uh, a good doctor in Augusta, Dr. Edward uh, J. Hartman. And this dude is like, man, he's spot on. He's like truly a genius and good at what he does. So. I asked the doctor here, I said, if you were having this issue or if you were having these problems, who would you go see? Or if your child, who would right. you trust your child to? Right. And he told me, Edward Hartman and the best at the French University. Oh, man, my life has been way ever since. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. I was able to have an early diagnosis which helped with uh, my recovery. Yeah, very nice. And so I was going to ask you, because you said in about five to six month time span, mm-hmm. how long the music can take years before they actually figure out yeah. that you have the condition. So that is, that was a blessing for you. Yeah, it really was. Yeah, and I'm having that way. Mm-hmm. So when I was looking to pull from, which we'll do our five later, uh, it, it really just kind of hit me and resonated. I'm like, you know, like God, you're being a God. Of course, we don't want you to have MG. But the sheer fact that what you do, makes you, being a bodybuilder makes you more intentional and more intuitive with your body. And so you were where normal people would probably let that go on a little longer, primarily because we live in a society that we don't sit still and nobody wants to do, you know what I mean? Like we're always running. Like you were able to grab things because of living that particular life. And on top of that, even when we get to like the foods that you're supposed to eat, like I just fully believe your recovery, not just the doctor and in the early, you know, diagnoses, but the way you eat. Because bodybuilding requires a particular type of, of diet, which for bodybuilders is extreme. And so most people wouldn't necessarily need that, but it's still cold food. Yeah. Whole foods are, are, are the yeah. best thing. Yeah, say that to the end for people. What are they? Whole foods? The best thing. The best thing. Whole foods. Yeah. What has been your greatest challenge post diagnosis? Um, I think it was really just accepting it. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, they say that God gives his hardest battle to his strongest warrior. So I really felt that. I would rather have MG than some child where they couldn't express themselves and they yeah. couldn't know their body, they couldn't understand what was going on with them. So that's something I always felt like it was meant for me. It's not a, I don't like it. Yeah, yeah. 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 Of course. Yeah, but you feel like, like you can shoulder. Yeah, yeah. I can handle it. Yeah. 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 I can handle it. Yeah. 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 Yeah.
Literally, I'm going to change my word. Literally. So, looking back when you first got diagnosed and looking back now, like, what support do you feel like you needed to have? Maybe that wasn't there, and now looking back, you wish that you would have had it? Or do you feel like you had the support that you needed to have? I had great support. I had great friends. I had my fiance at the time was great for me. I had good people around me. My mother was always supportive. My brothers and everybody was very supportive in my corner. So, But it was always hard because at one time, okay, you have a little early droopiness in your face, my dude, but you still look like a regular person. Even if you have a situation where you fall down, you can't get up. Your body's not responding to allow you to get up. But some people might look at you like, "Just get up!" Wow! Yeah, you look fine. Just get up. What's the problem? Yeah, those things are yeah. You didn't think of it. Yeah, because because of what you've explained to me, I learned about the the condition is you're not even the prototype for it. Oh, really? 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 Really?
really yeah, that's, that's about it. That's the extent of what I've ever heard of before. I don't know. Yeah. So let me ask you this. I have two questions. Well, really, kind of probably three. So my, <laughs> my first one is having traversed this space and living with it currently and not just living with it but thriving mm-hmm. and because you're thriving like you're a whole tell them what an ISDB pro is just um, real quick and fast that's the best of the best I don't trust about to be braggadocious or the best bodybuilders in the world pretty much yeah. uh, you have to go through the circuit you have to go through the NPC you have to go to win local shows you have to then be qualified for nationals then you have to play top two in the national shows so that's right. From all over the nation. This is not a small thing. Right, they only have five national shows per year, and then once you win a national show, then you become a pro and you can compete as a pro. And you can take people about 10 years. But uh, I was able to do it in seven. Seven of bodybuilding, period. Um, even with the diagnosis. So yeah. from start to finish, my bodybuilding right. in seven years. Yeah. So my first question is I mean counting is So my second question is what three life lessons has MG taught you? And then the caveat to that is, what have you taught MG? Ooh. <laughs> well, the first thing is perseverance. That's, yeah. that's the number one thing I think MG is taught me. Perseverance. Always try to be your best. Always never stop no matter what somebody tells you to do. I was funny when my neurologist, he finally told me, he said, well, I think your condition is getting better. You can start lifting weights again, but you'll never body build again. Mm-hmm. That's what a neurologist, oh, this man pretty much helped me get from yeah. uh, uh, a rag doll. It's called the rag doll disease. Um, he helped me go from a rag doll back to a functioning uh, adult. And he said, well, but that was just, he's so smart, but he didn't realize really the only difference between lifting weights and bodybuilding is the diet. Yeah. Diet imposing. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, mm-hmm. so really, you're about to compare. It's this man. And this thing is powerful. Go ahead, sorry. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's, I'd say that would be the biggest lesson. I think that's the three. I did. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> <laughs> Overachieving. <laughs> 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 uh, never giving up. You know what I'm saying? Never yeah. letting somebody tell you what you can or can't do. Always driving. Uh, again, I might repeat myself a little bit, but yeah. driving and be a best, being your best self. And number three, you got to put God first. You yeah. got to, you have to put God in your life. No matter if you want to call him. I know we pray Jesus and we, uh, Jehovah, whatever. Whether it's Jesus, Allah, whatever, you put him first in your life and everything else, will, it'll follow. Yeah. I pray the most high, that's what I say. That way, it's all encompassing. So if somebody wants to praise Jesus, they want to praise Allah, I say the most high. So you, it, it, it's for everybody. You know what I'm saying? I think those are the things. Perseverance. Uh, never giving up. Never giving up and putting down first. I should have said that first. And then, what have you taught MG? MG came. That's with me. MG came mess with me. I'm here to kick. Yeah. I'm here to kick ASS. Yeah. Yeah. Do not play. So, you had to learn a valuable lesson. That you took the wrong one today. I like it. 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 I
most of my lives, I would always come with a list of questions. I would keep those in my phone. Yeah. And that way, when I get there to him, I would sit there and read. Now, he was great. He always took extra time, so I truly appreciated that because the one hard thing about MG is, is you're living it, but everybody else is just experiencing a part of it. Mm-hmm. You get what I'm saying? Like, this, this is your life. This is, and it's the most important thing to you, but to other people, it's just a diagnosis. And I'm sure it's that mm-hmm. way with a lot of other diseases or, or things that go on. But um, if my question was, was to him with my children being there. Do they ever have, what is it, a, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Genetic. I feel like I it down to my children. But it wasn't. It's just one of those rare anomalies. So mm-hmm. that was a blessing there. Yeah. I, I, my children, I have six of them. They were all covered. Then I only had three when I was diagnosed. I only had three. Then. Oh, but how has that changed the relationship, being father? Oh man, I think it makes you more understanding, more endearing to your children. It makes you more. It makes you a better person. You have to. You're not so quick to to. Um, be so hard on somebody mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. of, of not understanding. I had to learn that lesson myself because I didn't understand why this was happening to me. So, mm-hmm. as a father, I had to make that okay, you have to understand that yeah, be in an understanding mindset. Mm-hmm. So, I think that was a bad lesson. Okay, okay, okay. So, really quickly, I usually do a, a um, what I want to do today is I'm going to read to you foods that you should eat if you have MG, and then. I have a question for Theo. Ready? Alright, foods to eat uh, if you if you are diagnosed with MG. High protein foods. Lean meats, poultry fish, tofu, legumes, um, are good sources of protein. Fruits and vegetables. Um, healthy fats, avocados, nuts, seeds, olive oil. They support the nerve function. Fiber, whole grains, beans, vegetables help maintain regular bowel, which is important as some MD, MG medications can cause constipation. Here's the last one. Small, frequent meals. Eating smaller, frequent meals can help manage energy levels and reduce muscle fatigue. Tell me what a bodybuilding diet is. It's exactly Excessive sugar, certain medications have, have, can have contraindications with the medications. Mm-hmm. Food can be contraindicated with your quick story. I was going through something and um, I had to go. I can't. What was happening? I was having cramps or something. I had to go see my medical doctor. Uh huh. And the nurse practitioner came and she saw me. And did you know she tried to give me a, a muscle relaxer? <gasps> really? I said, did you read my prescription list? Oh. I said, I'll never see her again. I was I changed my medical doctor. I said, yeah, he, she really tried to prescribe me a muscle relaxer. Yeah. And I'm like, you can clearly see what medicines I take. If I show anybody my, medi- my yeah. medicine list, they know exactly what it is. And a medical professional, I'm not going to say any names, I don't bash. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> 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 
you have you have to look at those things. And some people, if, if you're not no. well versed in your condition, and just say, because people, you know, you go through and you get into this mode, but you can't do that. Especially with particular conditions like that, like you definitely have to um, take extra precautions. So I'm glad that you were aware of what you have. I mean, you know what I'm saying? It, yeah, that's the one that's still down here. Like, what? I just said even my profession. I'm like, you know, yeah, yeah. So, ways to improve or, or work with the condition. And again, when I tell you, I'm like looking at all this stuff and I'm going, it's literally. Because when did we start doing yoga together? Um, 18, 19? Yeah, 18, 19. Okay, so 18. 18 would be, was it six years post diagnosis? Yes, no, Alright, ways to improve breathing exercises. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, deep diaphragmic breathing. Um, I know. Oh, okay. Breathing. I thought it was the people in the back. <laughs> um, range of motion exercises, strengthening exercises, cardiovascular ex- um, exercises, and say that one for me, Phil. Yoga. Yoga. <laughs> yeah, was, what of any of those? Do you do any of that? Oh man, let me see. Absolutely, uh, <laughs> all, all of them. Yeah. Uh, I actually, I have a rescue inhaler for just because sometimes breathing is still an issue, right. even with their remission. But you know, because it's not the lungs. You know, lungs just inflate and deflate. It's the diaphragm. But you can yeah. definitely do yoga, do breathing thing. Are you uh, gave me the? It's a. I don't know if you use the insight. Oh my goodness, that thing is a lifesaver. I use it when I'm in the sauna. I use it when I'm just meditating myself. They have breathing techniques and they don't pay me to say it, so I just give information to people. Yeah, yeah. It's a great yeah. app. It is a great app. It really is. Guided meditation, guided yeah. breathing practices. Yeah. It is wonderful. I'm not, I should have practiced more yoga or, or um, I should be more into it. As I get older, but you know, time is. I'll do better. I'm incredibly like when we were working consistently, so proud of his like his flexibility with changing, i.e., range of motion exercises. Most athletes, if you ever look into the history of like just athletes, they do yoga, they do ballet, a lot of people that we look up to. Yeah. It's aggressive, and then, okay, I'll call my neurologist, we'll get 
that you want to increase the medicine. But it's usually not that bad. It takes a little time to get it that bad. So I usually catch it beforehand. Or if it's getting bad, I'm flying back to medicine. So you said remission. Tell us really briefly about because you said something very specific about the type of remission that medically. Medically induced remission, and I say that's the technology for it, medically induced remission. So I'm able to achieve remission through the medicine, pretty much. Um, and so we're, we're weaning off of some medicine like prednisone. Prednisone is one of the things I take. Prednisone is very harsh on the body. It's, uh, yeah, for, long, for long period, people have a lot of bone issues and things like that. So my neurologist, we're trying, we're just now, after this much time, we're trying to wean off of it. Um, over the yeah. years. Yeah, yeah. I'm down to I'm down to seven milligrams. I was up to sixty at one point. So during my hardest time, it was sixty milligrams. So now I'm down to seven milligrams every other day instead of sixty milligrams every day. Yeah. 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 So we went on a way to to no longer take the medicine. That's the end goal. But I'm gonna keep pressing I'll take it for the rest of my life and we're going to keep my quality of life. Yeah. Yeah. I'll take it. Yeah. Yeah. So as we're about to close out what would you, what last, let's say maybe three to four nuggets would you leave with people about um, checking for themselves, like diagnosing, like being able to recognize if this is something that's happening to them, or what resources would you share with them? Is there a website? Um, but you can always, there's a lot of groups on Facebook, a lot of support groups. Um, for people with MG. I've met some wonderful people over the years. They have a conference every year. It's usually June. June is my Graphic Awareness Month. Um, so it's different things like that, but um, just try to be in tune with yourself. Learn your body. Take care of yourself. Um, and read those, those list of foods. Stay away from uh, the processed foods. Stay away from alcohol. I'm still working on that one. I think, you know, a couple of them are, you know, no judgment. Yeah. But I think that's too much tequila. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. but stay away from things that, that bring you down or, you know, um, yeah. I think that would be the biggest takeaway. But, but the bodybuilding diet, it's, so, it's actually a clean diet. Sometimes you can have too much of something or you can have too much protein that can make your body hard to process. As long as you drink water, keep the fiber intake high. It's really, it's really like a, a good thing to have. It's, it's, that's almost anything, any diagnosis, almost any diagnosis, 99 out of 100, that's going to tell you to eat clean. That's it. And that's, that's it. Yep. That you goes into cardio, yoga, do everything, yeah. stretch, mobility. Yeah. It, it, it's a blessing. I'm, I'm over a certain age, I don't want to talk about I'm 25 plus 15. Oh, really? Oh, okay. <laughs> that's how we do it. Yeah, that's okay. Yeah. Okay. I appreciate you and I appreciate everything that you've kind of been um, motivation wise in my life over the years. And